Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, August 16th, 2017, and we have six early baseball games and nine late games today, so going to be breaking down both slates here on the podcast this morning. Usually Wednesdays, we have Notorious, and I totally messed with him yesterday on accident. I fell asleep on the couch doing research, and here it is, 3 a.m., and I'm just now getting up, so I feel bad that um, I stood my guy up. He'll be back next week. We'll get it all worked out. I'll buy him a beer, and we'll call it a day, but um, running solo here today on this Wednesday slate. If you haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Plus, you get the Roto-Grinders premium here for NFL, for best ball, for playdraft for three months. So if you're signing up on playdraft using promo code grinders, you're getting access for three months. So... Take advantage of that. Um, that's a huge, huge savings there just by using the promo code GRINDERS. Also, talked about it a little bit yesterday. Make sure you guys are checking out the forum post over there, you know, right there, pinned at the top of the main form. We have our NFL Premium, you know, available. They're running out a special promo right now where you can buy the whole year for all sports for a special price. You're saving a bunch of money, so make sure you guys are checking that out. We're going to get started here with this six-game early slate. My allergies have been killing me, so if I sound different, if I sound like my nose is stuffed up, it's exactly what's going on right now. So I apologize for that. I'll try not to... Hagalugie, um, you know, as we're going here. But we're going to get started with the Angels at Washington. Ricky Nolasco against Tanner Rourke. We got um, two mediocre pitchers here. Ricky Nolasco this season against lefties. 333 Woba. 15% K rate. You know, neutral fly ball, ground ball guy. Not giving up a, a ton of hard contact here to lefties. Against righties, Nolasco, that's where he struggles. Um, you know, we're looking at a 406 Woba, 43% hard contact, 19 home runs and 64 innings. He's been getting a little unlucky against righties. The XFIP is definitely lower than the ERA, but, um, you know, where he does struggle is the righties. Tanner Rorick on the flip side of this game. You know, 347 Woba against lefties. Again, another ground ball, fly ball, neutral guy. 
But the walk rate, almost 12%, 11.8% against lefties. You know, that's definitely concerning. Against righties, Tanny Rourke has been fantastic. 55% ground ball rate, 282 Woba, only a 25% hard contact, only has allowed six home runs in 69 innings. And he's able to get that walk rate down, you know, almost half of what it is against lefties. So you definitely want to pick on Rourke with lefties. And there's not very many of them in this lineup. So I don't think Rorick is in play today. But I'm not going to go out of my way on this early slate to pick on him here. Outside of maybe a Calhoun. um, Mike Trout is always in play. I know the numbers against righties aren't great. As far as Rorick's numbers against righties. But you look at Trout, 377 ISO, 473 Woba against righties. He's just elite. He's in his own world with these stats. Um, Luis Valbuena, if he's cheap, he's had a little bit of power against lefties. I don't think I'd go out of my way here on this six-game early slate. So really for me, it's Trout on the... Angels side and on the Washington side here you know like I said you want to pick on you want to pick on Alaska with righties and you know Zimmerman is having a fantastic year this year 256 ISO 381 Woba against right-handed pitching don't know if you necessarily want to use your first base spot on him but he's definitely an option here Anthony Rendon um, 235 ISO, 386 Woba against right-handed pitching. He's another guy that's interesting here. Um, 15% K rate, so he doesn't K- strike out a lot. And then a sleeper type of play here, a guy that's had a little bit of power against right-handed pitching this season is Michael Taylor, um, the cheaper option. I'm guessing, I haven't even looked at pricing yet. You guys know, um, I do pricing very, very last. like to go through and, you know, like, you know, look at who I like before I even look at pricing. So that, that's the three guys that I'm looking at on Washington. Um, if you want to throw in Murphy, never hate Murphy. The guy, 400 Woba against right-handed pitching this season, 254 ISO. So he's always in play. Um, you know, nobody's ever going to tell you not to play Daniel Murphy. I hope nobody ever tells you that because the guy is fantastic second baseman for DFS. Moving on, we have San Francisco at Miami. Nine total here. Matt Cain against Jose Arena. Um, Matt Cain, nothing special this season, obviously. You know, 349 Woba to righties, 365 Woba to lefties. You know, he's kept the ball in the ballpark a lot, pitching in San Francisco. That definitely helps. Anytime you get him out of that ballpark, you know, he's a guy you like to pick on. But we get another big ballpark in Miami, so I'm not going to you know necessarily go out of my way to pick on him here i don't think he's very good but i do think you can pick on him with a couple bats that we'll talk about here in a minute jose arena he's gonna face one two three four five lefties here you know the numbers against lefties just they're screaming regression like massive regression the guy has a 4.23 era and a 6.38 xfip um you know, 49% hard con or 49% fly ball rate, 13% ground or 13% K rates, um, 35% hard contact for Urena against lefties, and a 230 BABIP. Um, you know, 230 BABIP is just elite. 
he's not going to be able to keep that going. So the numbers are screaming regression um, for Urena. So I don't think you can play him in this spot. You know, the Giants, nothing special, but um, good enough to keep me off of Urena here. A guy that's just not going to get any strikeouts anyway. Contact pitcher with a bunch of contact hitters. Oh, screams, screams, don't play. As far as the bats go, nothing really here standing out to me for the Giants. Um, Parker, if he bats in that three or four spot, he's probably still cheap. Um, I don't mind him. Ryder Jones, I know he was, he's been cheap, so I don't mind him either, but, um, you know, you're getting guys that are striking out a bunch against a pitcher that doesn't strike out very many batters, so they should be able to put the ball in play here against Jose Arena. Don't mind either one of those guys. Don't mind Span at the top, but, you know, in this ballpark, I'm not going to go out of my way to play these guys. It's all about if I need the salary or anything here for those cheaper Giants guys. As far as the Marlins go, Stanton, I talked about it yesterday against Bumgarner. Wish I would have realized he had BVP against Bumgarner, so I could have, you know, thrown that at the Siege too. But, um, you know, 344 ISO, 409 Woba against right-handed pitching this season. He's hit six home run or has hit a home run in six straight games now. The record is eight. There is a good possibility that he's able to keep it going here. You're probably paying through the roof for him at this point, and on the early slate, he's probably the top hitter. So definitely like Stanton here. Don't mind Yelich. I like Ozuna. Ozuna's the other guy that I really like here. 273 ISO, 392 Woba against right-handed pitching. Don't have to worry about Kane striking people out with his 12% strikeout rate. So I really like the two two pairing of Ozuna and Stanton. But I don't mind going like a top four here with D. Gordon and Yelich as well. Um, you know, Matt Kane just not very good. So definitely don't mind looking at that here on this slate. But uh, we're going to move on. Up next, we have Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. Garrett Cole against Jimmy Nelson. Eight and a half total here, and I think this is where we're looking at in the early slate as far as pitchers go. Um, I think both these guys are firmly in play here today. Garrett Cole, the strikeout upside to rack up a bunch of strikeouts here against Milwaukee. 21% K rate this season um, against righties, 21.8% K rate against lefties. He's pitched really well against Milwaukee three times this season. He's only allowed three earned runs total, one earned run in each of his three starts against them this season. Definitely like Garrett Cole. You know, it even it's a bump too if Travis Shaw continues to be out of the lineup. He's banged up right now, so I like Cole. And then Jimmy Nelson, like you know, we're gonna get a right-handed heavy offense here outside of Josh Bell and Adam Frazier. And you know, Nelson this season, two ninety-two Woba against righties, but a two fifty-four X Woba against righties this season. Twelve uh, percent swinging strike rate against righties, thirteen percent swinging strike rate against lefties. The average exit velocity against righties is one of the better ones this season. So um, I, I definitely like Jimmy Nelson in this spot, and don't really see either one of these pitchers getting blown up in this early game. 
early games. So if you're looking at if you're looking for pitchers on this early slate, I think you could play both of these guys here. I don't really like any of the bats from this game. You know, we've talked about bats from games as we've been going. We still have a Baltimore-Seattle game that has a 10 total that we'll get to in a few minutes. So there's a lot more upside in some of these later games. Um, I just wanted to look. Garrett Cole and Jimmy Nelson, the two highest-priced pitchers, as they should be. So if you're going to get some value, you know, I talked about... Some of those bats for San Francisco. Parker is like 3,100. And Ryder Jones is 2K, and you can play him at third base. So you could get some nice little value here from San Francisco and hope that it goes off. Kansas City at Oakland. Danny Duffy against Paul Blackburn here. I'm just making sure that there wasn't any bats that I liked in the other game. Um, So, Kansas City at Oakland. Blackburn and Duffy. Duffy's interesting in this spot. You know, we, we look at left-handed pitchers against Oakland this season. 26% strikeout rate for the projected starters here for Oakland. And the only person with an ISO over 200 is Ryan Healy. The only person... With an Woba over 310 is Ryan Healy. So Danny Duffy's going to need to get around Ryan Healy. And if he gets around Ryan Healy, he could really potentially have a good game here. You know, we're looking at right around a 21% strikeout rate total. 20, 20% against righties um, this season, which he's going to face, you know, pretty much all righties here outside of maybe if Matt Joyce cracks the lineup. But going to face a lot of righties. We know that Duffy can struggle with righties. You know, that's, you know, he's very, very good against lefties, but struggles against righties. He's more of a fly ball pitcher in this ballpark. That should definitely help him. Um, 42% fly ball rate, 335 Woba, 34% hard contact. So Duffy's the interesting guy for me here today. He's only allowed eight home runs and 94 innings to righties. And if he can get around Ryan Healy, I think he could have. Um, uh, really potentially have a good game here. Paul Blackburn. Ah, Blackburn's solid. Um, solid ground ball rate against righties this season. Doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. He's only allowed three home runs in 24 innings. Uh, 56% ground ball rate. But he just doesn't strike anybody out. He doesn't give you any upside. 11.7% K rate against righties. And then we look at him against lefties this season. Um, 8% K rate, 244 Woba, 54% ground ball rate. He's only allowed one home run in 26 innings. So I'm not going to go out of my way to play the Kansas City bats here today. Big ballpark, a guy that doesn't give up home runs already. Moustakis is the one guy, if you're going to play anybody from the Royals, um... You know, he has a 306 ISO, 381 Woba against right-handed pitching this season. Hosmer's fine. 382 Woba. He should be able to put the ball in play. He has a low strikeout rate already. So, you know, if you're going to play, I, I think Hosmer and Moustakis. Man, Moustakis. I think Moustakis is the play, but I don't mind Hosmer here. And then as far as Oakland goes, I think Ryan Healy is the only option that I would play from this team. And I'm perfectly okay with, you know, that being the only guy. Moving on, Philadelphia at San Diego. 
We got uh, Nicholas Pavetta against Clayton Richard. Nine total here. Two mediocre kind of pitchers here. Pavetta is going to be good. This guy is going to be solid. You know, he's a guy that is talented. He's just struggling. You know, it's his rookie season. I, I don't, I honestly, I say, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't think he's ready um, for the big leagues. 38% hard contact this season. Only an 8% swinging strike rate, 23% K rate, which is solid when you're looking at, you know, facing the Padres. The Sierra is much lower than the ERA. ERA is around 6. The Sierra is around 4.45. So, you know, there's been, there's some positive regression coming for Pavetta. Like I said, he's a talented kid. It's just, I don't think you play him in the spot. You know, you look at San Diego. They've been a lot better as the season has kind of progressed here against right-handed pitching. Um, using play IQ here, we can go to the last month. Um, and you look at it. Perella, Myers, Spannenberg, Hedges, Margot. All these guys have ISOs over 200 over the last month against right-handed pitching. Strikeout rate's only 19% for these guys. Uh, Hunter Renfro's been striking out at a big clip at 36%, which definitely bumps the numbers as well. Myers and Renfro, the only two guys over 20% over the last month. So this is definitely something to note. You know, we know Solarte is good against right-handed pitching as well, 365 Woba. So I don't think this is necessarily the spot that you play Pavetta. And then Clayton Richard here, massive ground ball rate, um, 56% against righties, 66.7% against lefties. So you definitely don't want to play any of these lefties here against Richard. The strikeout rate is just not there. There's going to be no no upside for strikeouts. Uh, I, I, you know... I don't think you can play Richard here. I don't think you stack against him either because of his, you know, ground ball tendencies. You want power righties against him. So you want a guy like Tommy Joseph or Franco. You know, that's the guys you want against him. Hoskins, you know, these guys, the power righties as far as the Phillies go. And then on the Padres, you know, we just got done talking about it, how they've, you know, kind of excelled against Ryan and pitching over the last month. I think you kind of look at Margot, Perella, you know, Solarte, you know, some of these guys, you know, the top six here outside of Will Myers. Will Myers is probably the only guy that I wouldn't play in the top six. So Spannenberg, I think, is in play. Solarte, Perella, Margot. You know, all these guys in the top six, um, I, I think, are in play for the Padres, especially if you're getting them at nice pricing. I haven't really, like, i pulling up the pricing really quick. Spandenberg is too expensive at 4600 Margot is kind of right, priced right, but Solarte, 36 Um Perella, 3 k Like, you're going to get a nice, you know, nice price tag on some of these guys here, so... Don't mind, um, and then if Dusty Coleman cracks the lineup, you know, shortstop, 2200 so I think he would be another guy you could look at. Oh, 
Oh, last game on the early slate here. We got Baltimore, Seattle, Abaldo against Marco Gonzalez. A lefty against Baltimore. Is that, you know, it's kind of a thing, but um, pull up the stats. All right. Um, Abaldo is a pass. Obviously, you know, he's a guy that struggles against lefties massively. We got some really good lefties in this lineup with Alonzo, Cano, Seager. So I think you pass on Abaldo here. And then as far as Gonzalez goes, we don't have a lot of data on this guy. But when he's pitched so far this season, he's really struggled with righties. And, you know... Beckham Machado scope at the top of this order, I think, is firmly in play here. This is, has the highest total on the early slate, so you're definitely going to want to get you some exposure here. Jonathan Scope, 289 ISO, 388 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. So Scope would be a guy that I'm going to try to do the best I can to get in my lineups here. Um, second base with power against the lefty that struggles against righties, so... Definitely like that. And then on the flip side of this game, um, another second baseman that's in a really good spot is Robinson Cano. Um, Alonzo is another guy that, you know, I don't mind here. Obviously, Nelson Cruz um, and then Seager. All these guys firmly in play here. Even Dyson, a guy that really hasn't shown a lot of strikeout upside in Abaldo, depending on who he faces. So, don't mind this spot for some of the Seattle bats. Uh, we're going to move on to the late slate here. We start with Tampa at Toronto here. Jacob Faria against Marcus Stroman. Eight and a half total here. Um, you already know that I'm going to like Faria in this spot. Faria has been fantastic this season since being called up. Um, you know, throws his slider 34% of the time against righties. Doesn't throw to hardly any against lefties, which doesn't matter because Smoke and Morales both hit sliders very well. But Baptista, Donaldson, Pierce, PR, all these guys, these righties in this lineup um, struggle with sliders. So I really like Faria in this spot. He has a 265 X Woba on his slider this season. 289 X Woba overall against righties, you know, 15.58% swinging strike rate against righties this season. So, a lot of upside here for Jacob Faria in this spot. He's already, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, he's already dominated them once this season. Let me pull that up really quick. He did in Toronto, six and one third innings, one earned run, eight strikeouts, one walk, and six hits. So, Really solid strikeout um, K per nine since being called up. He's really turned it on the last few games too. Seven, nine, and eight strikeouts against Cleveland, Milwaukee, and New York. So really like this spot for Faria. I think he pitches well here. And then Marcus Stroman on the flip side here. Stroman, a massive ground ball guy, you know, against righties this season, 59.8% um, against lefties. 66.4%. He's only allowed two home runs. Two home runs and 70 innings to lefties this season. So if Tampa rolls out a very left-handed heavy lineup outside of Souza and Longoria and Ramos, so those are the only three righties that I can think of 
And it's not like outside of Souza and Ramos, like Longoria is just not hitting with power this season. So kind of like both the pitchers in this game, I think they're both firmly in play. As far as the hitters go, like I don't mind Souza as a one-off, but I'll probably not go there. And then the Blue Jays, like I always like Smoke and Morales, but... Probably not going to end up there either. I like both these pitchers here. We get a big, you know, not nice little nine-game slate here on the late slate. So I'm not really necessarily looking at either one of these teams. I like the I like the pitchers in this game for sure. New York, New York. We're going to the Mets Stadium now. You know, we cross the Subway Series. It's Yankees at Mets. Jaime Garcia against Robert Gesellman. Nine total here. Garcia a slight favorite at 137. Um, Gesellman's going to be making his first start off the DL. He got activated yesterday. He has a 54% ground ball rate against righties, but he has a 370 Woba, 32% hard contact. He's allowed six home runs and 43 innings to righties this season. Against lefties, um, not very good here. 370 Woba against lefties, 38% hard contact. So definitely not going to target Gesellman here. And then Jaime Garcia, you know, nothing special as far as the stats. Always been a ground ball guy. But um, even this season, this is the lowest ground ball rate he's had since 2002 with the Cardinals. So you look at it in... You know, two starts with New York. Um, you know, three earned runs against Boston, five earned runs against Cleveland. So we'll have to kind of see how this plays out. I don't think I'm going to target Jaime Garcia here. Um, looking at some of the bats in this game for sure. We're going to start with the Yankees since they're on the road now. Brett Gardner, I think, is firmly in play here. 358 Woba against right-handed pitching. Mentioned Gesellman's kind of struggle with lefties and righties. I really think you could target Gardner, Hicks, Judge, Didi, Sanchez. I really like the top five stack here. Um, would like it a lot more if this was in Yankee Stadium. But ISO-wise, 205 ISO for Gardner. 238 ISO for Hicks. 324 ISO for Judge. DD 240, Sanchez 230. Like, there's a ton of power in the top five here. So, definitely like the Yankees top five. Guy coming off the DL. I, I think it's definitely a way you can approach this slate here. Obviously, we have cores and we have some spots that we're going to like. But, I don't hate the Yankees top five here. As far as the Mets go, we get a lefty here. So, obviously, I like Wilmer Flores. 264. ISO against left-handed pitching this season. Cespedes, 304 ISO, 351 Woba. Those are the two guys I'm looking at here. If Travis Darno catches, 263 ISO, 412 Woba. He's a nice little catcher play if he cracks the lineup here. But outside of that, there's just not anything else I'm looking at here in this spot. So we're going to move on to St. Louis at Boston. We have Lance Lynn against Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, Vegas has a nine and a half total here in this game. And Rodriguez is favorite at 137, which I kind of find interesting um, because Lance Lynn, you know, his numbers against lefties are a little misleading this season. Only a 342 Woba. 
He has a 14.5% K rate, 31% hard contact, but he has a 234 Babbitt. Um, his his xFIP is 617, and his ERA is 4.6. And he's allowed a bunch of home runs to lefties. Like definitely, definitely think you're going to be picking on Lance Lynn here with some lefties. Eduardo Rodriguez, um, you know, we just kind of wanted to see him get healthy, and he looked really solid in that Yankees game last time out. He looked good in the White Sox game as well. So I'm hoping that we're starting to see the healthy Eduardo Rodriguez here. Seven strikeouts, two walks, two hits, zero earned runs against New York. So, you know, that's definitely something to note. We look at it, and we're going to get a pretty right-handed heavy lineup here for the Cardinals. Oh, man. Eduardo Rodriguez this season, 294. Woba against righties, 26.5% K rate. You know, fly ball pitcher, 46% fly ball rate. 31% hard contact rate. We look at the Cardinals this season against right-handed or left-handed pitching. Famine DeJong, Jerko, Molina. All these guys have left-handed pitching really well. So I don't think this is the spot that I'm going to play Rodriguez. I don't hate the idea of playing Rodriguez. We do have a pitcher in the late game by the name of Yu Darvish. So he's going to be your SP1 today. Don't care what his price is. You're just paying up for him. We also have Carrasco, who's a nice little pivot. So there's we got some pitchers on the slate. And I don't think you're necessarily going to need Eduardo Rodriguez. I like Jacob Faria more than I like Rodriguez here. It's just I, I worry about this lineup. When you look at this lineup, you know, fam, 265 ISO, 399 Woba. Dijong, 326 ISO, 410 Woba. Uh, Jerko, 250 ISO, 376 Woba, and then Yachty, 293 ISO, 357 Woba, and then Martinez, 289 Woba, or ISO, 405 Woba. So I just, I can't play a pitcher against those numbers. Um, and then as far as bats go, like, you want a sneaky stack, I think you could look at the Cardinals here in Boston, ballpark upgrade for them, and with all these righties in that ballpark, like, I think you can look at DeJong, and you can look at Pham, and you can look at Jerko, and you can look at Molina and Martinez. I think all these guys are firmly in play here today. As far as the Red Sox go, we want to pick on Lance Lynn with lefties. Benedini, um, Devers, those are the two guys I'm looking at here. Don't mind Jackie Bradley Jr., but uh, it's really... The Nintendo and the Devers here, the young kids, um, going to be firing them up here against Lance Lynn. Moving on, the Cincinnati Reds at Chicago. Got to kind of pay attention to the weather here. It's not looking good, but uh, I'm not Kevin Roth, and it is the night before, so who knows what's going to happen here. Homer Bailey against John Lackey. Oh, man. I, yeah, these two guys are pitching on the slate. So, Homer Bailey this season, 474 Woba against righties, 366 Woba against lefties. The weather's looking good here. We're definitely looking at some bats in this game. John Lackey continues to struggle with lefties, 383 Woba, 313 Woba against righties. Lackey, you know, the XFIP against lefties is right around the ERA. Um, pretty high whip, 
pretty high home run per nine. Uh, he's allowed 16 home runs in 56 innings for a 2.57 home run per nine against lefties this season. So definitely, definitely like John Lackey here. Or not, don't like Lackey. I like picking on Lackey here. Really like Joey Votto. Really like Scooter Jeanette. Outside of that, I don't think I'd play any of these other guys. I don't mind a Duvall if you're going to go 3-4-5 there or a Cozart to go 2-3-4-5. But uh, really like the lefties. I like the lefties a lot more than the righties here. Um, really like Scooter. really like Votto. Votto's trying, I think, now for 21 straight games or something on base or something along those lines or something. I, I don't remember what the stat is, but um, definitely like Votto here. As far as the Cubs go, stack them up. This is a great stack spot for the Cubs. Um, Bryant, Rizzo, Zobris, Schwarber, Avelia, Hayward, all these guys firmly in play here. Definitely like the Cubs stack. One of my favorite stacks on the slate. Um, what's next? What's the next game? Oh, there it is. Detroit at Texas, another good game here. Ten and a half total. Anibal Sanchez against Cole Hamels. Uh, Vegas really, really likes the Rangers today. Um, six implied team total is higher than the Braves in Coors Field. The only team that's higher than them right now is the Rockies at 6.4. So Vegas really, really liking the Rangers here against Anibal Sanchez. Sanchez came, got called back up. Um, started starting, looked really solid, but you know, the last three of his last four games, he's allowed at least four earned runs um, to the Royals, Baltimore, Minnesota. So he's been he's been struggling late. A lot of hits allowed, a lot of runs. The XFIP hasn't been great in those games, so it's not like anything special here. We look at it against um, lefties this season for Sanchez. 364 Woba, um, more of a fly ball pitcher. He's allowed a bunch of home runs to the lefties this season. And then against righties, you know, we know he's always been a reverse splits guy. 409 Woba, uh, 43% hard contact for Sanchez against righties. As far as Cole Hamill goes, I don't mind Hamels, but I'm definitely not playing him in this spot. Um, we have a Detroit team that will start nine righties against him in this spot. Um, Hamels. You know, there was a time that this guy was amazing, but we look at it this season, and 290 Woba against righties, but only a 15.7% K rate, 38% hard contact. The XFIP is 4.7, and the ERA is 3.39. The BABIP is 239. Like, he's been running really good against righties this season. Um, I, I definitely don't like him in this spot. I, I know he's a huge favorite, but I, I just can't do it. I love picking on Detroit lately, but I'm not going to pick on them with a lefty. As far as Detroit bats go, Matuk, 204 ISO. Um, Justin Upton, 341 ISO. Nick Castellanos, 320 ISO. McCann, 324 ISO. Looking at the power righties here, if I'm going to pick on Hamels, it's going to be McCann, Castellanos, or Justin Upton. Don't have to go there. But if you're going to pick on Hamels and you don't like him in the spot like me, um, those are the three guys you're looking at here. As far as Texas goes, um, like I said, Vegas really likes them here. 
You could definitely look at a stack. Um, Joey Gallo, again, another home run yesterday. Uh, talked about him against a five-ball pitcher yesterday. And uh, got another home run out of him. This is another spot that I like Gallo. I like Adore. I like Beltre. Carlos Gomez. Um, Torinos has been really sneaky good against right-handed pitching this season. He's at 291 ISO. So kind of really like the Rangers. I think I'll stay away from like a Chu and an Andrus here. I'm looking at the power bats more. But they're definitely a team that are, is in play. Like I said, Vegas really, really likes Texas today. So you got to kind of respect that. Arizona at Houston. Yeah, this series, yeah, this series flip-flop here. So we go from Arizona in the series to Houston. We have Charlie Morton against Walker here. Uh, nine total. Um, Morton a favorite at 144. You know, anytime you get Arizona on the road, they're definitely a, definitely a different team. But with that being said, you know, ever since they've added JD Martinez, they're they're a different offense. Um, you know, the whole team has been hitting the ball better over the last month. Um, the strikeout rate is still 25%. There's still a ton of strikeouts in the bottom of this order. But over the last month, um, Marte at the top, Pollock, Lamb, Goldschmidt, JD, all over, just all hitting the ball really well. Outside of Pollock, Pollock, we know he's better than this, but um, he definitely hasn't been right. So I don't mind Morton here, but you know where he struggles is righties, and we get two big power righties here, and JD and Goldie. Both of them hit right-handed pitching very well, so I don't see myself using Morton here. I could, I, I could totally get behind it. You know, there's, you look at Descalzo, Dury, Rosales, Ionetta. You know, you look at the bottom of this order, and there's just there's a ton of strikeouts here. So if you want to play Morton in a tournament, I don't have an issue with it because there is a lot of upside here. As far as Walker goes, on the flip side of this game. I'm still standing behind my I'm not playing pitchers against Houston. I know everybody can tell me, you know, they're not as good without Correa. They've been a lot worse. Um, looking at the last month for them, their strikeout rate's still 17%. Um, you know, the ISO and the power is down, but th that's going to eventually come back. Uh, the Wobas are still solid. Team Woba, three, 333, so... 17% K rate, 333 Woba. I'll pass here for Walker. As far as bats from Arizona, if you're not going to play Morton, I don't mind a little two-man of Goldschmidt and JD. Probably paying up for these guys. So that makes it a little bit tougher to play these guys. Um, Goldie's fourth overall first baseman. Um, so he's priced up here. And then... Um, JD not bad at 4,700, but I do think he's a guy you can look at. As far as the Houston bats go, you know, I kind of do respect the numbers over the last month, but like I said, I'm not going to pick on them. Altuve, um, Guerrero, Bregman, these three guys have been hitting the ball very well. They've been the bright spots of this offense lately. Springer's going to get it going. Reddick's going to get it going. 
Marwin's going to, you know, get some power in there. He has a 370 Wobo over the last month. So they'll get it going again. But, um, you know, the anytime you play Houston, you stack them. You know, that's just how you approach them. So it's really going to depend on if you want to stack them or not in the spot. Um, don't hate the stack idea. Not my favorite play on the slate. So there's that. Cleveland at Minnesota, Carlos Carrasco, Kyle Gibson, nine total here. The weather looks like crap in this game. Again, I am not Kevin Roth, but um, we want this game to play. We get Carrasco on the road. We know his home road splits. Um, get a you know kind of left-handed heavy team here against Carrasco, but he still has a 24% K rate against lefties this season. 341 Woba, not a lot of power here as far as these bats go. So I'm not too worried about this spot for Carrasco. I think there's a lot of strikeout upside here. Uh, just going to have to kind of pay attention to the weather. If the weather's good, you could roll out Carrasco in tournaments as a pivot off of Darvish. As far as Kyle Gibson go, he stinks. Uh, 374 Woba against righties, 381 Woba against lefties. Definitely want to pick on him here. Cleveland firmly in play like Jay Bruce a lot um E5 a lot Ramirez Kipnis Kipnis was free on FanDuel yesterday kind of have to see if he's free Zimmer was free on FanDuel yesterday both of those guys if they're free again you're looking at them here against a soft toss and Kyle Gibson who definitely is going to probably struggle in this spot um just there's no upside with Gibson there's a lot of downside and there's a lot of Cleveland bats that you can like in this spot. As far as Minnesota goes against Carrasco, I'll pass. Um, it's a nine-game slate. I don't have to go out of my way to pick on one of the better pitchers on the slate, so I'm not going to. We move on to Coors Field. 11.5 total here. Michael Fultonevich against John Gray. Um, man, Fulte is so tilting. You know, this guy, one star, goes out and pitches great, goes out in the next star, gets rocked. No, I'm done playing with him. Like, I just, I took a stand on him in his last start, and he disappointed big time in that spot. It was against the Cardinals in an excellent spot for him, against a right-handed heavy team, and he just, he got smashed. So, definitely, definitely don't like Fulte here. Um, and then as far as John Gray goes, we look at John Gray, and we expect him to pitch good. He's only allowed more than three earned runs in one start over his last five. But the home runs have been an issue. The strikeouts haven't been there, you know, over 7Ks twice in the last five. 4Ks against Miami and 4Ks against Philly. Like, a little frustrating. Um, I don't hate him in this spot. Don't hate Gray here. You look at it. And outside of Freeman, like, it's just, this lineup's pretty bad um, right now. You know, Adams. You know, four for his last 28. Four for his last 28. Just really struggling at the plate right now. So he's slumping big time. Um, he was hitting great. Um you know, when, when they traded for him, nobody over 200 ISO outside of Freeman, 
nobody over a 330 I, Woba or 335 Woba outside of Freeman. So Freeman in a great spot here against John Gray. But uh, John Gray kind of in play here against Atlanta. As far as the Colorado Bats go, uh, Blackman, yes. Para, yes. Um, Arenado, yes. Um, even I don't even mind like a cargo here. Um, but yeah, they're definitely in play here against Fulte. We know he can get blown up. So definitely like this spot for him. Or for the Rockies, not for him. For the Rockies, Fulte will probably go out and tilt us. But Rockies have the highest implied team total on the slate. It's course field against a guy that throws hard. And he gives up a bunch of home runs. So got to kind of like this spot for them. Next up, we got the White Sox at Dodgers. This is an excellent spot for you, Darvish. Um, you're just playing him here. Don't care what his price is. Don't care what his ownership is. Uh, you could be different with your SP2 if you want. You could be different with your stacks. But you're playing Darvish. Um, best pitcher on the slate. He's looked fantastic since joining the Dodgers. Um, you're playing Darvish. There's just no other way to say it. you're just playing Darvish. He's had double-digit strikeouts in three of his last four games, by the way, if anyone was curious. Um, you just look at the White Sox. Their season numbers are okay, but you look at the last month, and 26% K rate against righties. And outside of Garcia and Abreu, there's just not a lot here. Um, so there's a ton of strikeouts. The top seven, all these guys in the top seven have a strikeout rate over 22% against right-handed pitching um, over the last month. So, really do like Darvish in this spot. And then as far as um, Carlos Rodon, um, pulling up DraftKings to see if I can find his price really quick. 6700 Um. He's looked okay in his last three starts, really. Um, he's been able to rack up some strikeouts. We pull up the stats here. Um, it, it's just the Dodgers are such a tough team to pick on. The strikeout rate's under 20%. Chris Taylor, Kyle Seeger, Justin Turner, Bellinger, Kiki Hernandez, Barnes. All of those guys have ISOs over 200 against left-handed pitching. And they have a team Woba of 386. So it's it's just a tough spot. They're a tough team to pick on. And I just can't do it here. I can't do it. As far as bats go in this game, I want nobody from the White Sox. As far as the Dodgers, if you get Kiki cheap or if you get Barnes cheap, I don't mind those guys. Uh, Foresight really hasn't shown a ton of power. But he does have a 385 Woba against left-handed pitching. Justin Turner's the play here. 364 ISO, 512 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. Only a 9% K rate. Justin Turner's in an excellent spot, and um, he's usually not priced up too high. He's 4700 so you, know, you really have to kind of pivot off of Bryant or Arenado. But uh, don't mind Justin Turner here in this spot. He's, just, he's mashing lefties this season, so... 
And then Chris Taylor, he's always priced up. Corey Seager, Bellinger, all these guys are in play. It's just, it's all depending on what you want to do with price um, as far as these hitters go. But they're all firmly in play. Barnes at 3,400 is a nice little play there. Um, I'm trying to find Kiki. Kiki 3,400 as well, and you can play him at shortstop. So definitely like those two guys in this spot. Um, nice little values there. That's it. We got through them all. Got through them all. Got through the early, got through the late. Got through them all. Um, let's play some home run derby. Going to go... Two home runs from the early slate and two home runs from the late slate. I'm going to go with Jonathan Scope. And Ozuna. Because if I say Stanton, it's cheating at this point. And then on the late slate, I'm not going to go anybody from Coors. I'm going to go Justin Turner. And... Scooter Jeanette. And that's going to be it. So if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor... Playdraft.com. Make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Take advantage of that, man. There's a ton of great content here at Roto Grinders that you get access to for access to for three months for free. So, you know, best ball. They're still soft. Um, I was soft today. I missed a couple picks when I was busy. So, um, you know, I, I donated on Playdraft today, but I did, however, you know, get my lead back up to two games over the siege. So that's always, it's always a win. Always a win when, oh, actually he ended up beating me. I can't believe that. He beat me by .66. That tilted me so much. Um, So we're actually square. So I lied. Anyway, that's going to do it for the podcast here today. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck in your contest tonight. We'll see you then. Whether you're entering one or a hundred lineups into a contest, you need to be using our Roto-Grinders lineup builder and optimizer. The optimized setting creates the best possible lineup given your projections and player pool, both of which are customizable. The build setting is intended for tournament players and will create up to 150 lineups in seconds, all based on your filters and exposure settings, and then export them for use on FanDuel or DraftKings. Spend less time building lineups and more time enjoying the game. Use lineup builder today. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's... 
a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.